Hi, my name is Four, and welcome to the Love in Focus, the podcast for moms where we explore, discover, build community with our only child. Let's get going. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean. Let's start <laughs> with the program. Oh, my goodness. Hi, and welcome to my podcast. So happy you're here listening today. And so today's episode, I wanted to introduce you to cross-culture. And you're wondering, cross-culture, what has that got to do with community and building it, building your community with an only child? The reason why I'm bringing that up, because that is something I'm learning as well. So I'll give you an example. Cross-culture, it's like when you invite a friend. So say your child, you invite your, you know, your friends, your child's friend and their, and their mom comes along and you get to talk and then you start talking about different family traditions for example we just had Christmas and you share what your family does and then you also there might be different foods different from your friend what they eat and then you get to learn about their traditions so cost culture in a nutshell is learning a different tradition or it could be celebration uh, it could be food anything different from yours from your own family and your friend here's the fun thing about cross-culture it doesn't have to be like in another in another country cross-culture your friend could be your next door neighbor that's how close but how you celebrate and do things compared to them is very different for example we just all had Christmas cross-culture and you might have a real tree, Christmas tree, and you celebrate on Boxing Day. That's the day before Christmas. And you might open up presents. And then you, the way you celebrate is very different from someone who doesn't uh, celebrate in the way that your family does. So cross-culture example is not always about a different country it could be just your next door neighbor and the reason why I'm talking about that is because I had a conversation with a good friend of mine um, and she was talking about how she lives about 40 minutes from my hometown and when she came to the town I lived in it was a culture shock (laughs) she was like wow and I was like, in what way? And she didn't realize that the just how kind people were in my hometown. And I was like, kind? I thought everybody was kind. <laughs> and she, this is funny because she's like, when she went to the fast food places and she'll go through the drive-thru, she said, the people there, um, you know, at the fast food, which she ordered, they would say, hello, with a smile. How can I, you know, what would you like? And she said, I didn't feel rushed. The people were just very nice. And I thought, aren't they always? <laughs> she goes, well, depending on where you go in my hometown. And I thought, maybe just the time she went in her hometown, people were tired. <laughs> you know, those who are working at the fast food places. And maybe they're like, you know what? 
we just like, what do you want? <laughs> but, um, and so the community I live in, the majority farmers, because I live in Indiana, it's a lot of farm people. You know, you got crops, soil beans, um, cattle. Is it cattle? Mainly soil beans. Someone's going to say, hey, <laughs> soil beans, corn, what else? You know, horses. We have Amish people. So if you're wondering, where do you live? You know, I live in the country. Uh, and compared to other places, it can seem very laid back. So, for example, if you're going to compare my little town to uh, Indianapolis or Chicago in, in town, it's, it's very, very small and laid back. And those towns are very busy, the city life. And so cross-culture, what I like about it is because as you're building your community and as you're getting familiar, you're getting to know the new place you're settled in. It's a good way when you meet people because you're, you know, you're building friendships, you're starting, you may be starting from, you know, the beginning, you may not know anyone. Take the time to really, you know, just take time to learn the people around you. And the people around you, you might have like met just two or three people, moms, but they might all celebrate and do things differently. There might be foods that they do cook a different way. I don't know. Well, everybody cooks a different way. Some people like microwaves more than others. <laughs> Some people don't like cooking. Some people love cooking. It's like, do I enjoy running? Running to the refrigerator. <laughs> I crack myself up. But some people enjoy running, like actually jogging outside in nature. We suppose some like just going on the treadmill. But me like running to the refrigerator. <laughs> it's all relative, right? I don't know. Well, what's my point? My point is in this episode, be um be more curious. I hope you can be curious in a good way. And so you get to learn as you're building friendships with these families. Uh, also share and try new things because you never know as you're building your community and as you're getting to cross-culturally learning about maybe the mum down the road or next door neighbour or the friend who lives 20 minutes away. You don't know what kind of things you might enjoy or things you might not like enjoy. And also with your child, it's good because they get to learn the people in your community as well. And I always think it's a good um, it's a good eye-opener because as you're building your community, that family sometimes is not for that season. Because you may not be like, oh, they only eat like, I don't know, once or this type. And I'm not like that. So every time I get together, it's not going to be nice. Or, But if you look past that, 
depending what the food is, if you can, you might introduce something to them that they haven't thought of. Or you might know someone that likes the way they eat. I don't know. So I'm saying, or you just, you know, just get over it because <laughs> they're really nice. So, and it's so important because when I when I thought about it, I said to my friend, did you not do your homework? I was thinking about, did you do your homework before you you came here? Um, what? Because what else was she saying? She was just saying the people um, in my town, I mean, they're kind, but I was like, aren't everybody kind but it's almost like she was just shocked about the the population like for example trains I hear this one my goodness there's so much there's a lot of trains in your in your town and I was like yeah but I didn't realize a lot of trains meaning there's going to be a lot of do do I mean, oh my goodness. You know, where I lived in New Zealand, yes, there are trains, but but you hardly heard it where we lived. But here, there is a lot of traffic, like train, and you can hear it all the time. And you forget about it after a while because you're so used to it. So that could be regarded as a cost culture. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Another thing as well, I don't know, uh, example, your child, you know, they have a friend over and their friend has different toys. Like they have, I know, car toys. And, well, okay, like my friend, she didn't have, like, mm, Olivia, she has a lot of horses. But at the time when I, she didn't have a lot of baby dolls, it wasn't her thing at the time. But her other friend had a lot of baby dolls. And then Olivia, just just being around her, got to love, you know, having, playing with dolls. Um, as opposed to if she was by herself, you know, it wouldn't be the first thing. But having another friend and showing her, oh, you can do this and that, you know, play with a doll. Because Olivia, at the time, her to go to was horses, you know, stuffed animal horses, you know, pictures of horses, horse uh, figurines. That was it. So combine it together, they learn to celebrate what they liked each and you know her friend got to learn about a lot about horses and uh, the different types of horses so it was really good even children learn about cross-culture and so I wonder um it's I wonder how many uh even when we play or we do activities with our friends or people in our community that we really learn from them. Uh, It's a fun way to explore and discover something new. And it could be simple as, you know, toys, kids learning. And so, because I thought cross-culture was always about different 
ethnic okay different <laughs> from a different country I'm gonna say ethnicity but I might have botched that word wrong <laughs> so I'm Samoan and I was born New Zealand so and so coming to right and then I live in America well it's a culture shock because where I live there's not many Samoans I don't think I've met another I know there are some because people have told me, but it's slim pickings. <laughs> and and so, um, but it's cross-culture. It's not just about different countries. It could be like, you know, different things like, um, another example is people, they are, they're from a smaller community. For example, <sighs> like my community. Oh, I was gonna say cooking. Well, it could be like the Amish people. Okay, if you don't know about Amish people, Google it up because I don't want to botch it. So, um, Amish people, uh, they live a certain way and they dress a certain way, but we all still live in the community. Oh, um, and the transportation. Most you can see on a on a buggy. And they have a horse cart, um, and majority of them do not have electricity in their house, and so you know. But they we live in the same community with them, so it's not that they are from a different country; they just live a different lifestyle. And then, um, and we I would be referred as an English folk. I think that's right. Yeah, something like that. So cross-culture, if you look at it, it's, uh, it's an interesting way of exploring the people in your community and also getting to know them. Excuse me. And getting to know them, which is always fun, right? And then it helps you as you are building your community, your own community with your child. It gives you... It may give you different activity ideas that you didn't know before. And then you might meet people who would like to do the same things as you. For example, when I was building my little local adventures, my field trip group, I first started, once I had my friends, uh, my little group, I I then asked myself what type of activities that I would like to do with Olivia. And it couldn't just always be about Olivia because, A, like I mentioned the last time in my last episode, you are the one that's going to be there and you'll be driving it. So it's something that you would enjoy. And I always, for me, enjoy... I kind of break it down. Is it something that I want to learn and grow about the subject or for her as well? Like it's great. It gets her to think. I like activities that helps her to be creative and to tell a story and for her to learn about it more because uh, play is, is wonderful but I also like, and play is creative. But for me, 
if I can put a like a aspect of her learning, whether if it's um, you got the reading or some sensory skills or um, her just, you know, using all her senses. That's all. That's wonderful. I feel it helps her to create more, and even myself. So I pick activities that are fun. So when I get to learn about other people, and I learn the differences and how they celebrate it, then I think, huh, that would be interesting to know about it more. And then I ask myself, how can I make that an activity where other people can come along and learn about it as well? And also who are wanting to learn this. So for example, my daughter loves animals, right? And I love animals too, meaning I like to eat them. (laughs) Yum, yum. And so deep fried. Okay back away from the food I'll get sidetracked so I started to look at farming now I don't know I don't know a lot about farming but I had some friends who grew up on the farming life and they had their parents had um still farming and so I was like you know what how about if I look in the community and see if we can go and visit a cow farm and we had a lot to choose from (laughs) and so we got to visit these farms and it sparked good conversations and interesting because other people who were brought up on the farm shared stories about you know raising cows cows or crop or the corn or soya beans and how they got to drive a tractor learn driving tractor and you know their parents there could fix things like a MacGyver because they had to learn how to you know equipment is a lot of money so they knew how to fix things a lot and take care of it themselves and hard work you know when you're on a on a farm, right? I don't know about you guys, but the Dallas TV show back in the, I don't know when. Yeah, well, <laughs> unless you have that type of money, but a lot of my friends, they said it was hard work. And so it's really good when you are listening to the friends around you. And as you get to learn about their traditions, and their celebrations, it might be something that you're curious about, which can become an activity. And what's great about that, not only do you create the activity about what they're sharing, but also you're getting to learn something new. And your friend is going to love it because you know, you get to learn more about them and it builds wonderful friendships because they're sharing from their heart. Now, you can also think about the things that your family does and then you can celebrate it. How would you share that? For example, my grandmother, my husband's 
the husband grandmother husband's grandmother she loves cooking she loves cooking and baking she's very very good at it and so I asked her would that be something that and I was like oh you know what I have friends who are not really interested in baking and cooking and that's me too but I thought you know what what if I find someone that would love to teach families a little recipe something small and basic that will have great success and I found um, a kitchen and I partnered with a supermarket, a cooking class, and it was very cheap. It was only $5. Woohoo! That was so exciting. $5 per person. And then we just made little snack food. But the children got to have like um, a full experience of cutting, stirring, uh, and just uh, tasting. And their parents were with them, helping them. Now, you know the wonderful thing about that? It was so basic, like, oh, well, everybody, you know, can cut an apple. Yeah, but it's something about just doing little snacks at, in a group and um, you, you're sharing that moment and you share stories and you get to learn it. And then you learn, uh, it's, it creates a, just a fun activity. So that is a tip. As you are learning more about cross-culture, I just wanted to encourage you, take the time just to learn and celebrate the differences with the friendships you have around you and also celebrate what you have in front of you, what you and your family does because it's an activity. And then how can you extend what you do to other people because it's something that you enjoy. So I hope this helps, and I wanted to say, Mom, you are amazing. You truly are. You are doing the best you can with the time that's given as you are building this community, as you are raising your child with your husband, as you're, you know, you're getting out there and building friendships one day at a time. You are a wonderful person. I really wanted to let you know that you are amazing. And then I wanted to also remind you, be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself because you are doing the best you can. And remember to give yourself a 20-second hug. And people want to be friends with you. Why? Because you're so kind and you're loving, you're an encourager. You wouldn't be listening to the show <laughs> of wanting to know how to build community. You already know how. I'm just giving you little tips how to keep going because I know what it's like. It can take time, but you're truly, truly, you know, a wonderful friend to have. What a blessing it is that people can be with you and receive your love and friendship. So this is for, and I'm so happy that you're listening to my podcast for this episode, Building Community with Our Only Child, and we're building love 
and friendships, one episode at a time. I'll see you next week. Bye.